It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. What's happening, Headspacers? Woo! Good morning. It is Resurrection Weekend. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Jesus is asleep right now. Symbolically. Symbolically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, he'd been put in, put him in the grave, tucked him in yesterday, locked him on in. But on the third day. On the third day. He gonna get up with all power in his hands. Yes. Cause right now he's 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 in the in, he's doing in, his work. In, he's doing his work. He's yeah. in hell, still in the, getting them keys back from the devil. Uh huh. Who thought that he had the victory? Uh huh. Let me get those, Lucifer. <laughs> yep. You got something of mine. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, I tell y'all what. Y'all have a good 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 Friday. You have a good good Friday. I, I did. I had a good good Friday. I did as well. Good, good, good. It was a good, good Friday, y'all. Anyway, we are excited about today. Thank y'all for hanging out with me, Christy and Chris. And of course, Crystal is our engineer here at the Elevation Global Media headquarters in Towson, Maryland. (laughs) I tell you what, I um, have to make sure we give a shout out because, you know, this is the birthday month. Okay. We are three days into the birthday month. It's one of 12. One of 12. (laughs) No. No, but this is the oh, birthday month. Good Lord, have mm-hmm. mercy. Yes, you got, you got, you got three more shows of hearing about this, uh-huh. especially you know in two weeks uh-huh. is my birthday. Okay, so your new year, right? It is my new year. I'll talk about that in a few moments during my heads up. But have to give a big shout out to Christine and her birthday, Christine. Next Friday, Baby. happy birthday, girl. Yeah, <laughs> next Friday she's the older one. Of oh the wow! April of the April babies, and now Michael has to fight. Oh no, nah, she, <laughs> she, she know she know how we roll. She know how we roll. But anyway, we want to wish you a happy birthday, Christine. Happy birthday in advance, baby. Yes, that's right. You go, you go ahead and take care of what you got to take care of, Chris. That's right. Yes, sir. I, yeah, I, I punted I promise, that little football to you. I promise it's going to be a good birthday. And for those Uh-oh. of you listening who don't know, now you do. Uh- <laughs> well. <laughs> You know what? That's what happens in Headspace with Dr. Mike. I just be putting all the business on the street. Listen, oh, if you want to hear it, Mike got you. <laughs> he got you. Just put it out there. I just put it out there. But anyway, we're going to um, hang out today for a little bit and uh, kind of talk through some stuff. And so with that being said, Christy, you got some head notes for us. And we, we got a, a great deal to talk about this morning, don't we? Mike, I think we're going to have to put this in two two uh, different slots here. It's just it's just too much. <laughs> All right, you know this has been a, a very trying week of the uh, the the officer, the former officer, uh, uh, Chauvin. Is that how you pronounce his name? Chauvin. 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 I've, I've heard it so many different ways. Okay. And I just want to say, yeah. Well, we we care for the purpose of getting justice for. George Floyd. And I appreciate the way you said that, Christy. I was just about, yep, I know where you're going. I've been seeing everybody talking about the George Floyd trial. No, 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 no. no, George, no, no, no. Flo- George Floyd trial happened on that day in Minneapolis. Let's keep that. it clear. Mm-hmm. Right? He was tried and executed that day. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what you want to say. That's my, now that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's and, facts. And, and I'm, I'm just saying. But 
Yeah, I appreciate you said it. Is this is the officer's trial? That's and I correct. appreciate you saying this facts because I don't think there's any. I mean, it is. It, it can be your opinion too, but sometimes opinions are facts. And I think they that's, are. That's yes. What it is. yes, that's a good point, Chris. But we live in America where everybody is entitled to a trial, mm-hmm. and so my prayer is that justice will prevail. Yes. Um, so I, anyway, go ahead. Chris. I just wanted to talk about some things that you know just happened this week. It's, it's a lot, so obviously we're not going to spend the whole time doing this, but. Am I behind the ball? But I did not. I had that eight minutes and 46 seconds in my head for a year now. Mm-hmm. Me too. It was not until this trial started that I learned that it was over nine minutes. It was over nine minutes. I think, I think all of us got. So that was breaking that news, right? Time. Okay. Yeah. I, I, was, I thought mm-hmm. I was behind because I had, I had to, I have this terminology. I, I call it protecting my peace. Mm-hmm. And so I only allow so much into my spirit, into mm-hmm. my, my psyche, because I, I want to make sure that I'm being responsible with my mental health, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I kind of picked and chose where I would tune in and how much I would, you know, watch. And so I thought I had missed something when that came out. So that was even more shocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if eight, eight minutes and 46 seconds wasn't enough, right. you know, just to learn that it was even longer. Uh, the, the witnesses, they were so yeah. impactful, so emotional. The man that broke down on the, the stand. The older man. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. My mom called me. She was just like, I can't take it. And then uh, I think yesterday it was uh, actual officers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually talking about he didn't have to do that. Like there was other ways that we could have done the, it. Ugh. The most senior officer in the Minneapolis Police Department said that what he saw was not called for at all, and he mm-hmm. didn't see at any point that the officers were in in danger for their safety. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Christy, I try to protect my peace too. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't watched much of it. But that first day, when we all found out that it was longer than what we all originally thought, it was, it was just devastating. And honestly, I haven't watched much more of that afterwards because I don't know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I just can't, I can't deal with that. But yeah, so, so apparently it's supposed to uh, last for another three weeks. So we have a lot more information to come down the pipe about that. So. We want to keep on watching, and we'll keep on speaking about it as things develop. And I think our listeners need to understand, too, that this is the emotional side of... Yes. Um, so you got to remember, with any type of... Um, in court, especially, any type of persuasion, you have ethos, pathos, and logos, right? So mm-hmm. you have ethos, which is the truth, right? The ethics of the thing. You have logos, which is like the, the argument's sake, and you have the pathos, which is the emotional, emotional. piece. Mm-hmm. And so what we're experiencing, of course, the prosecution is playing into the emotional side. But there, at some point, they are going to get into some of the logical stuff. And then let's keep it real. It was a law. They have to prove that a law was broken, mm-hmm. right, in order for him to do it. So we just we got a long a long haul, and we're just going to have to see how it goes. Yeah, right. yeah. And, and speaking of uh, just tragedies, the, the Capitol crash Ugh. yesterday, uh, I I thought, <laughs> I really thought when I was seeing it on my timeline, and, you know, my mama, I tell you all, she, she's uh, breaking news, mama. <laughs> she called me. I was like, the ca- yeah, what you mean, what happened in January? She was like, she no. Was like uh, no. Right. Something else happened. So another officer mm-hmm. killed. Mm-hmm. The suspect was also killed, mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, a tragedy. 26-year-old uh, African-American man. Yep. Is, you know, um, it seems to me, I, I'm certainly not in a position to make this type of call, but for a 26-year-old guy to just make that type of decision, 
Um, seems like there's something deeper going on. You know, maybe there's a uh, mental issue there. I'm not sure. But he had a knife. Like he, he actually he did stab one of the officers. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, like you said, it's just it's tragic. And I don't understand, for the life of me, I can't understand why it's always, not always, but here recently centered around the Capitol. Like, is there something to that? Is there a message that, that's underlying that, that we're all missing or that maybe some people aren't missing and, um, you know, it's trying to be put out there? Just I, I send my prayers and thoughts out to that officer's family. Absolutely. And also to the young man's family. I mean, yeah. you know. Tragedy. So we, we're going to, the head notes for this part is, is a little heavy. Uh, we're going to lighten it up a little bit if we get to that part two, because we, we want to talk about, of course, of course, the little Nas thing, uh, uh, situation, um, the bio uh, biographies that have come out, Tina Turner, Aretha Franklin, and, of course, this Versus that's coming out this mm-hmm. Sunday, tomorrow, rather. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we have time to talk about that in mm-hmm. Head Notes Part 2. Yeah, we'll have opportunity to talk about that. Awesome. But, but in the meanwhile, let's pay a couple bills. All right. 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at GWalt Services on Instagram. Remember, GWalt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. So in case y'all haven't figured it out, I am all about the birthday month. I am all about birthdays in general. Matter of fact, um, my friends, we I think we had uh, Frida on here uh, not too long ago. And uh, she and her husband kind of put me to the whole idea of a birthday month. And it was just the idea that why put the pressure and the stress of making sure you you have to meet the day mm-hmm. when you can just celebrate the month and it kind of alleviates that. And that's actually, Chevelle and I have done that our whole marriage. You know, we celebrate the month of May, even though we got married. We, we try to do something special on our, on our anniversary, of course. But sometimes schedules just don't allow us to really put that effort into the day. So mm-hmm. we celebrate the month, right? Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of just alleviates a lot of stuff, right? And one of the things that, um, you know, we're three days into it. <laughs> Y'all going to keep hearing it, right? And one of the things that I want you all to see is, first of all, as we're talking about um, our heads up for today, I want to ask, I want to put out there the power of a plan, right? Mm-hmm. So we've been dealing with the powers, different powers. Last week we talked about power of no. Today I want to talk about power of a plan. And one of the things that um, I kind of got hip to not too long ago was, we tend to use this word goal when we're talking about what we want to do in our future and stuff like that. But I want to throw out there, let's change that to expectation. Hmm. Here's why. <clears throat> a goal, we typically set ourselves up to be okay if we don't hit it. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we're told to set goals that kind of are a little unrealistic because it's like, well, it's unrealistic because we're aiming for it. But if we don't hit it, it won't be the end of the day because we've actually hit what we need to hit. All right. Whereas the expectation is, you know what? There needs to be some consequences or some there needs to be some skin in the game for why I don't hit what it is I'm supposed to hit, right? And, and so think about it. At work, we don't get fired because we didn't hit our goal. We get fired for not hitting our expectations, right? And, and so with that being said, one of the things that I, I kind of have adopted is the idea of 
thinking about how do you set expectations and then what how do you how do you measure it out and that's a plan right and uh i don't typically do new year's resolutions anymore because i think everybody does new year's resolutions january 1st is something magic what is supposed to happen <laughs> so my new year tends to begin on my birthday so okay. april 17th every year is my new year and so this time for this next couple of weeks what i'm doing right now is i'm looking at my plan from last year what things did I hit? What expectations did I hit? Man, did I do better with this? Oh, no, I didn't. What's the reason why I didn't? You know, because sometimes there's just, I mean, things happen. We have to pivot. Life. Right? Absolutely. Life happens, right? And so I start asking those questions. Why, why not did I hit it? And then what I do also is I set new expectations for the next year. And that's when the year starts. And so as you are thinking about your expectations that you're setting for yourself, you got to ask yourself, what's your plan? All right? First thing you got to ask is, all right, what type of preparation, that's the P, preparation, you got to do your preparation, right? Uh, what materials are needed to get things achieved? Everybody's getting ready for their Easter dinners this weekend. You've already thought about what your menu is going to be. You already, if you haven't already, have put your list together. That's a part of preparation, right? Some of you, um, if you're going to smoke, if you're going to smoke some turkey or smoke some ham, you're setting it up in the brine, Right. It's not going to work in the smoker if it doesn't have the brine in it, and you have to put the brine on it for a certain amount of time in order for it to really be good. That's preparation, mm -hmm. right? So there's some things that you have to have to do. What competencies do you need? Is there a certification that you need? What type of mindset do you have to start putting in place? What type of relationships do you need to foster, right? Or let go. Or let go of. Mm -hmm. That's right. And I'm wow. glad you say that because, Christy, those are things that I do as well. As I'm going through my plan, I start looking at, man— I do a scrub of my Facebook. Like, matter of fact, mm. there's some folk who were connected to me on Facebook this year, and they're not anymore. Mm -hmm. I used to do it with my phone before Facebook and all that integration. Mm -hmm. I actually used to do it with my phone because you know how through the years, through the year, you kind of gather different phone numbers and stuff like that. And I start mm -hmm. asking the question, did this person make a positive contribution to my expectations for the year? Mm -hmm. Or did they make a negative contribution or really, what is the point in having them in my, as y'all talked about protecting your peace, same idea. That's preparation, right? I'm, I'm starting to get people, I do what I call a purging, kind of pull them out. Then what I do is when you think about the L, the labor, right? So there's preparation, prepares me for the labor, right? What's the work that has to happen? You got to do the work. Here's the best thing about it. Everybody needs to understand, regardless of where you're at, you have to do the work, okay? Um, and the actual act is considered, Right? The work that we have to perform. What is it that needs to get done to carry this out? If I say I have to write a book, then what do I need to be able to do? Matter of fact, one of the things I was thinking about just the other day is that um, we're turning these heads up into a, a book, right? It'll be released hopefully, you know, sometime in the summer, maybe in the fall, right? And it's a collection of these. And so my preparation was um, in the studio, I actually have a, a notebook that as I do them, I write them in there. I go ahead and make, I scan them in to my Dropbox and I have them prepared that I'm going to actually um, send them off to somewhere where they can get a transcription. Mm -hmm. And now that's a part of the, that's a part of the labor that has to go into it. Cause I know I can't do it. So I got to get somebody to do the transcription for me. Those are the things that you have to think about, right? All right. So P is what? Preparation. Preparation. L is labor. labor. Here's the A, accountability. What method of accountability do you want? And what method of accountability do you need? And those are two different things. Listen, 
I may not want <laughs> some of that accountability, but I kind of need it. Yeah. Uh, people ask me all the time about Biggest Loser, which did you prefer, Bob or Jillian? Let me tell you something. That Jillian love, as much as people didn't like Jillian Michaels, I could deal with it because that's the I'm hard-headed, right? I needed that person who <laughs> would kind of crack get that skull a couple times, right? Uh-huh. I need a person who gives me that tough love. That, that works for me. But that may not work for you, but what is it that you need? And who do you want as your system of accountability, right? Who do you... Who do you want to set up, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so P is what? Preparation. L is? Labor. A is? Accountability. Here's the next part, next steps, right? What happens as a result of you achieving your expectation? I like to hear the story a lot about when people talk about Oprah and, you know, people say, man, they hit the mother load when they get on her favorite things. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you think about is that before Oprah would put these people on <clears throat> the favorite things, she would have a conversation with them or have someone have a conversation and say, are you ready for what's about to happen mm, mm-hmm. if you, you know, once this happens? Because if you're not prepared for it, you're going to miss your opportunity. And so I want you to always be thinking about, all right, I achieved this expectation. What's next? So with that being said, I challenge you all to start developing your plan because there's power in it, the power of the plan. you to become a sponsor of the Headspace with Dr. Mike show. There are a few amazing reasons for you to become a sponsor. Your sponsorship will help fund future programs and special events. And as a special thank you for your contribution, you will receive a special gift. We will announce safe and secure ways you can sponsor the show soon. Thank you in advance for your support. So we are celebrating resurrection and, um, you know, this is a very big moment in the, the lives of Christians. Matter of fact, I was uh, on a Zoom call coming into the studio today, and one of the things that was talked about was the fact that today is one of one of the important parts of Jesus' ministry because the first important day was his birth, right? And then now the second part was when he performed his duty mm-hmm. <laughs> and his mission, right? And, um, and I really appreciate that. And so... As in, in honor of that, I wanted to kind of talk about that because, you know, Jesus' work on the cross and then ultimately in the empty tomb and, and that sort of thing set some things in motion for us to do the next thing, right? And that is be what we call disciples. So one of the best people that I thought would be a great opportunity to kind of talk about this is my boy, Brian Dye out of Chicago. Brian, what's up, buddy? Uh-oh. Is Brian there? Talk to us, Brian. Please talk to us. Brian, are you there? Yeah, Mike. What's good? What's good, man? You see, you scared me. Now, April Fool's was two days ago. You weren't supposed to, <laughs> you weren't supposed to play an April Fool's joke on us this morning. How you feeling, man? I'm good. I'm good, man. Excited to be with you. It's excited to have you, man. So you, I got to tell you something. Brian and I, actually, we went to college together. He's an OG. He was an OG when it came to college. So you know, I'm I'm the young, I'm the young buck and all that. Um, I'm not putting him on blast, but anyway, I met Brian through a ministry called uh, oh, man, what was that? In, um, Inner City Impact. Yep, that's correct. Inner City Impact. It was a urban ministry that was done in Chicago. You know, you know, you had to take our uh, privileged private school college kids <laughs> through the process of understanding what real inner city ministry looked like. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, and, and you're talking to three, uh, Christy, Chris, and I, we are suburbanites. You know, as much as, you know, we rock for Baltimore, we ain't really about all the Baltimore life. 
<laughs> and so I appreciated you because you have an awesome ministry. I think you grew up in what, Humboldt Park, Chicago? Yep, yep. West side of Chicago and Humboldt Park neighborhood. <laughs> now, I was hoping that you, uh, we, we, we probably need to clear the air a little bit because there is this uh, the little thing. Brian took a couple of us home with him for the weekend when I was in college. I think I was a sophomore or junior or something. And he took us home to visit his, uh, you know, see his hood and where he grew up and stuff. And Chris, he set us up, though, because the whole <laughs> ride, it's like a five to six hour drive mm-hmm. up to Chicago from where we were. And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, there's a gang war going on in Chicago. Oh, oh just by the way. Okay, the Brian. Way. Like, that's what he did. Like, he set us up, right? I was like, bro, what's really going on? And so then, to add insult to injury, he starts breaking down the different gangs. Now, Chris and Christy, when we grew up, you know, the gangs were like Savoy Apartments, <laughs> Cherry, you know, Carriage Hill Apartments, you know, those neighborhoods, right? I was going to say similar to most gangs, like Where You From. Where You From. Your gang, yeah. But these were like the national gang, like the ones you, <laughs> you see biopics The ones about. you're not going to mention. The ones you're not going to mention. Right. Like, yeah, if, if, if you wearing certain colors, like that's what he talking about. Mm-hmm. And then happened to mention that the color of his car was a rival gang. <laughs> Brian, Brian, I think you owe me an apology. <laughs> Dude, this this is what I remember, Mike. Um, so, we my apartment building where I was staying at uh, had a had a lot on the side where we kind of parked our cars, but it was it was just a dirt lot, right? Mm-hmm. And so we pulled out of the lot, and I remember going down that started going down the alley, and uh, I think I forgot to turn my my headlights on, mm-hmm. and so all of a sudden I hear someone whistle, mm-hmm. right? And and then all of a sudden there was like people coming out of every gangway. Um, coming to the alley, and before we knew it, there was probably I don't know at least six or eight people, six or eight guys, and they're all carrying, they all have weapons on them. They're looking at our car, so forth. Mike Dorsey, Mike Dorsey, Pentecostal Mike Dorsey. Be careful, this dude, <laughs> this dude. Go for he, it. He's in the back seat. He starts, <laughs> he starts to sit on the floor of the car and start speaking in tongues, crying out to the Lord. <laughs> Mike, you, you probably saved our life that day. <laughs> right. So. Let me tell you something. This is my dude, though, for real, because he's all happy-go-lucky, cheerful. Nothing really rocks him. When I tell you that he was concerned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After that whistle got a little bit concerned. George huh? and I looked at each other like, what in the world did he get us in? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I will never forget that. That that was our bond. That was that was a very moment, man. But no, in all seriousness, I think that was a, a turning point for me because it allowed me to really see the magnitude of the work that you're doing up there in Chicago, and um, and so I wanted to have you on here today because of that. Like we 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 have this, um, you know, we talk. The church right now is under a lot of scrutiny. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it, I think the, uh, the between the election how the pandemic was handled, and even yeah. with um, some of the, the fallout from uh, the social justice things that are happening. And so the yeah. church is really on, under fire. And I think that a lot of times we tend to miss out on what we're called to do, right? Jesus Jesus was the one that did the work to make sure that we could be saved, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit that keeps that going, right? It's not our job to save folk. It's our job to present it so that people can get saved, Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and so there's this idea of discipleship. And so talk to us a little bit about the organization that you were a founder of, that you're a founder of, and you actively are working in. Um, it's called Legacy. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so Legacy Disciples started in 2007, really with the heart to encourage, equip, and empower everyday Christians to be disciples and make disciples. So the, the, the basic idea is, you know, most of our churches uh, ministry is relegated to a small percentage of people, uh, senior pastor, right? Maybe, maybe some staff, uh, maybe a few ministers, so forth. But we, we will never be able to have victory, right? When Jesus says the, the, the gates of hell will now prevail against the church, that's what the understanding that every member of the church is, is engaged in, in active ministry, right? How, what does it look like to, to love God and, and love our neighbor as ourselves, and so we need to equip everybody, you know, the doctor, the lawyer, uh, the janitor, um, you know, I mean, the, the young person, the old person. Um, and what, what I love is, is, you know, when we read the Gospels, Jesus selected uh, 12 very ordinary people. Uh, I mean, fishermen, tax collectors, you know, a zealot, so forth. And my, my understanding even is that those were probably even teenagers um, because Peter's the only one who had to pay the temple tax. Mm. But but again, he, he, he just chose ordinary people. You know, he didn't go after those who, who were the most educated or the most skilled or, or had it all together. And uh, so, so yeah, we, we've been committed to, to doing that through conferences, through collaborative ministries, through content creation. And, uh, you know, been able to do that for, for the past, you know, 14 or so years and uh, just just love it. I love seeing, you know, somebody who, you know, just got saved and, uh, and, and, and see that they could understand the word of God. They could teach the word of God. They could walk with someone else. Um, you know, mo- most of us, you know, when we look back at our lives, it was it was it was it was not the, the Billy Graham or the Pony Evans that led us to the Lord. Probably it was, it was the, the grandmother, you know, it was the Sunday school teacher. It was, it was the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's, that's what we're committed to. I think that's awesome, man. And, and so, you know, I, I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of yours and the work that you do, you know, of course, because of our background in college and that sort of thing, but you like to ruffle the feathers of our, our evangelical friends uh, <laughs> on Facebook. Uh, and I, and I, and I appreciate what you do because sometimes <laughs> You, you may not necessarily, I mean, while you may have a certain bent, a certain inclination towards a certain direction, sometimes you like to just throw things out there to get to get conversation going. And you wrestle yeah. some fe- ruffled some feathers over this year, and I'm here <laughs> for it, by the way. I've, I've enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> what are some of the Man. things that you've been noticing um, as we talk about this disconnection between the church and society? Yeah, yeah. So a little, little background. So, you know, um, I'm, I'm white and Puerto Rican, and I grew up in a Puerto Rican and African-American community. So, so you know, I've always felt like I've been caught in, in between different worlds. Um, nowhere is necessarily home for me. Mm-hmm. And so, so you know, I, I, I interact with my white brothers and sisters. I interact with my black brothers and sisters, my, my, my Latino brothers and sisters. And so I feel like I, I, I understand a little bit from, from different perspectives. And so as a result, I'm, I'm able to kind of, you know, toss stuff out there to kind of, you know, challenge us from in our perspective. But, man, the, when, when, when I think of, of specifically the, the more so the white evangelical church of America, um, it, it's, it seems to be more about 
kind of this pristine uh, American history, right? And, and and upkeeping that, you know. Um, and and American culture is very anti-gospel. I mean, it's it's all about lifting ourselves up by the bootstraps. It's all about individualism. It, it, it's all about uh, our domination over over other people. Um, it's all about climbing the corporate ladder, right? It's mm-hmm. it's me, 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 um, and and that's just not what we see in scripture. I mean, mm-hmm. when God came to Abram, you know, he he said, "I'm going to bless you so that you be a blessing to the nations." Mm-hmm. So what what does it look like for us to to not uh, be so concerned about ourselves, but again to to take the blessings that we do have and use it for other people. You said, and, so, and, you, and I'm going to cut you off real quick because you said yeah. something there. You said nations, plural, not nation, yeah. right? It, it, was, it was never Correct. designed to be kept in one particular place. It was designed to be shared throughout. For sure. And and, and what's crazy, in, in that passage of, in Genesis, the very next thing Abram and Sar- Sarai do is they go into Egypt and Abram says, yo, you know, hey, I need you to lie. Say you're my sister. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he has an opportunity to be a blessing to Egypt. But instead, he brings curse upon Egypt. Mm-hmm. And and man, I, I think that's how we live our lives so often here uh, as American Christians. It's it's about self-preservation. It's it's, it's again about about me, myself and, and I. Um, and, and we miss out on, on what God has called us to do. Man, and that, that's so important. I think that sometimes we miss out on big opportunities, right? And we have big opportunities to make a big stance. If you really think about the amount of people who are Christians, right, take out the denominational piece, but are just Christians, we could really do some damage if we were unified, right? For sure, man, for sure. I mean, that was Jesus' prayer, right, in in John 15, is that I pray that they may be one so that the world may know, you know, that we are one, you know? Um and and yeah, we, we miss out, you know, again, because we're all in our, our own little bubbles, right? Um, and, and I mean, just the whole idea of America is supposed to be this melting pot even, right? That idea is it's, it's we want everyone to assimilate into the American culture as opposed to celebrate the, the beauty of the differences, right? Um, so... So yeah, man. So so this past year, the pandemic, the political uh, scenario, so forth. I mean, you know that that that. I mean, we could we could debate on on what should be shut down and what shouldn't be shut down. I mean, mm-hmm. we could mm-hmm. d- discuss that, right? Mm-hmm. But the simple idea of like I'm not going to wear a mask because I, no one could tell me to wear a mask, right? It's yeah. like, come on, people, like yeah. Yo, just put the freaking mask on, right? It's like my favorite um, was the uh, the thing with the churches. It was like the conversation about opening churches oh, back up, and yeah, and it was. I had a conversation with somebody, and I said, "Well, what are three reasons why you think the church should be open?" And they came with this, this, this. I said, "Well, do you miss worshiping God?" <laughs> I was like, "I was like nowhere in that list that I hear. I just want to be able to worship God, right?" And it was yeah. like. Well, you know the the country can't tell yeah. me what to do. They're they're setting us up for. The, I'm just like, dude, isn't the church about worship? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So little Nas X, and I know you know when we talked about this preliminarily, we um, I know that you um, you know you one of the things you said was that you are not the most uh, knowledgeable about pop culture when it comes to pop music and stuff like that. 
But um, what what really kind of said, man, I got to get Brian on here, is when I saw your post about Lil Nas X because this whole thing with the Satan shoes and and his yeah. whole and whole situation. And for our re- our viewers, I'm a listeners, uh, you know, Lil Nas X is the one that kind of came on the scene rapper who came on the scene with the um, Old Town Road or Uptown Road or whatever whatever but, road he was on <laughs> whatever road he was on, and it, you know, it became a thing because he is uh, you know openly gay mainstream rapper, right? So it became a thing. But then all of a sudden he produces this new video and it's dealing with, you know, taking a riding a pole down the hill and he developed these Satan shoes. And a lot of people had a lot of opinion about that. And you kind of commented about it on, and well, you actually threw out a question on Facebook. Talk to us a little bit about that, Brian. Yeah. I think if I remember right, my comment was something along the lines of, of those shoes ain't going to send nobody to hell, Mm -hmm. but us not taking our shoes outside of our Christian bubbles will send people to hell. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we, we get so caught up like, yo, this guy's a Satan worshiper and so forth. And and I mean, we we forget Jesus told the Pharisees, yo, you guys are Satan worshipers, right? Mm -hmm. You, you, you follow after your father of Satan. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, at, at the end of the day, everybody outside of God, it, it, we're either we're either following God as our father, or we're following Satan as our follow uh, as our father, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so so to me, it, it's it's more about you know, G- Jesus was a friend of sinners and tax collectors, right? It's like he hung out with them, he had he had dinner with them, he he walked with them, he healed them, he ministered to them, and you know, it, it's you know. I, I, I think I put put something else out on Facebook a couple of days ago. You know, how what would have have the American Jesus done when when he gets off the boat and interacts with the the man possessed by demons living rooms, right? Mm. It, it's it's it, it, in our mind, you know, it's like we write that person off. We 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 come up with the reasons why they're in the position they are and what they did to lead themselves to that place, right? Yeah. As opposed to, go ahead. I'm sorry. As opposed to Jesus, who's like, "Yo, I'm going to minister to this dude. I'm going to heal him. I'm going to, you know, touch him. I'm going to love him." Um, and uh, so, you know, all sin, all sin, it is is people trying to meet their legitimate needs illegitimately, right? People are longing for acceptance. People are longing for belonging. People are longing for affection, for love, for for protection, so forth, right? And and yet, apart from God, they do it in illegitimate ways, right? So to me, this dude, little Nas X, without even knowing him, you know, personally, without ever having a conversation with him, without really listening to much of his music beyond a, a couple hit songs he had, right? Um, it, it's this man is is hurting. You know, this man is crying out for attention and, and, and he feels that the church has abandoned him, right. you know, uh, because we're so quick, man, he's, he's gay. you like, like, I mean, sin is sin in the eyes of God, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're, we're okay with, with pastors sleeping with, with X amount of women in the church. Right. But, but and, let not, somebody and, not be. His, and not his wife. Right. Who are not his wife. Right. Um, but but Lil Nas X is is is, is openly gay, and and we put that as a whole other category, right? right. And, and again, I'm not saying that we we don't deal with sin, we don't sure. address sin as Christians, but. 
but sin is sin, right? And, mm-hmm. and so my concern as a as a believer is more so not looking at the outward appearance, but looking at the inward appearance, right? What what is this person longing for? And how can I introduce them to Jesus Christ, the only one who can meet their longing in the right way? Brian, man, I um, we're definitely going to have to continue this conversation a little later because I really want to dig into what you're talking about because, the, I mean, that, that right there is where the rubber meets the road. And actively grabbing people first to a relationship with Jesus and then supporting that relationship, right, and, and serving yeah. as his disciples, which is what we were all called to do. Oh, man, thank you. This was a rich conversation. I told you it was going to go by quick, and uh, we're going to have to bring you back. But just real quick, how can we check into what you're doing with uh, with your organization? Yeah, for sure. Our website is LegacyDisciple.org. Uh, we're also on all social media platforms, Legacy Disciple, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, so definitely, we invite people to come check us out um, and uh, uh, join join the journey with us. Appreciate you, brother. Well, hey, I'll be hitting you offline and talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for the invite. You're welcome, brother. Take care. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. Well, we kind of started the the topic with Lil Nas X, so um, do we want to talk about that real quick, or do we want to kind of just go into something a little more more upbeat? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I guess my thought about Lil Nas X is the idea that I think he was giving a, he was, he was letting the church know how he felt about what they were doing to him in the sense that he heard a lot about you're going to hell because of this, this, and this. So he said, all right, well, if if that's what I'm doing, that's, that's what I'm going to show you that I'm doing. Oh, I was going to say, well, what had the church done to him? I didn't know the church. I mean, he had to know that when he, when he came out that people some people were gonna not like what he was doing. So, I, I mean, if 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 that's if he was driven to if his actions were driven by that, then okay. It just seems like it's publicity. You know what I mean? And for somebody in his in his situation, no publicity is bad publicity. Even though that was not a good look, in my opinion. So. I I have a lot of thoughts about this. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've had, I heard a lot of like. People coming to his defense regarding, oh, everybody's against it because he's gay. To me, this has absolutely nothing to do with his sexuality. It could have been the most heterosexual person out there who had done that, and I would have had problems with it. And it still wouldn't have been a good look. I didn't like Marilyn Manson. No. um, Yeah. The Osborne man that eats the bats and stuff, all of them. All that mm -hmm. is not, you know, is not appropriate. So, you know, I, I just, I posted it on my Facebook uh, my my dearly departed good girlfriend Bianca used to say, "If you're gonna live as if there's no God, you better be right." You better be right, and mm-hmm. and that is the absolute truth. And it's not a judgment; it's just facts. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, that was disturbing. And I, I I do pray for him though because sure. he's I do agree with Brian. He is clearly 
calling out. That's definitely a call out of for attention. Something is going. Something else is going on there mm-hmm. to do something like that. But I you know, agree. yeah. Oh, Bianca, you mentioned her name. Woo, talk about a songbird. Yes, right. yes, indeed. But um, songbirds. We, we're talking about music. You yeah. know, Little Nas. I mean, <laughs> like it or love it, like it or not, or not it's music, it. right? Right. So with the, tomorrow, we know it's it's, it's Resurrection Sunday. It's Easter, uh, but it's also the verses. For Earth, Wind, and Fire, and then Ozzy Brothers. Oh, my gosh. Listen, I didn't even know until y'all told me. I don't know what? where I was, but I'm, I'm happy now. So thank you. <laughs> well, for y'all got to make sure y'all get your aunties and your moms and your dads situated on their technology. Yes, because they make be sure they're straight because they're yeah, going to get on your nerves. Yes, they're going to get on your nerves. <laughs> this, and, they go, and, you know, and you know the verses, they, they take a long, a little time to start. So mm-hmm. be prepared to fill the calls. What they doing? What I'm, You ain't missed nothing yet. It's, it's, it's 8 o'clock it's tomorrow. 8 o'clock, yeah. Eight o'clock. It probably won't start till nine. O'clock, you I was know, say eight o'clock ish. Yeah, right. Eight ish. <laughs> right. Right. Just go ahead and put it on. Yeah. You know, finish up your your Easter ham and your macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. and just sit back and you know they usually have a DJ that's kind of yes, DJ nice, up. DJ nice, oh, okay. D nice, D nice. Excuse me. Who just he got will, an Image Award? Yeah, congrats to him. Entertainer of the year. But but question, question, question. All right. So now we know I we are of a certain age, but we're we're not of that certain age, right? Sure. Right. So the Osley Brothers and Earth Wind and Fire. That's a that's you know before our time. Sure. But we but enjoy I, it. We, we appreciate do, it. We do. We do. Because our parents, you know, they they raised hmm. us right. Right. The girls said they made sure we enjoy but it. I want to hear your call. Earth Wind and Fire or Osley Brothers. Oh. Oh, I'm going with the elements. Baby. I was going to say the elements. Okay. I got to take the elements. We got a three-way tie here, but <laughs> yeah. I think the Osleys are going to get mopped. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like uh, the Osleys. I, I love the Osleys, Ron and them and all of that. And I think... Ron and them. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have a good enough catalog for us to all find something enjoyable, but I think the elements just... On social media, what do y'all say? Osley Brothers or Earth, Wind & Fire? What are y'all saying? Come on, you know what Osley Brothers or Earth, Wind & Fire? to hear from you. Osley Brothers or Earth, Wind & Fire? What y'all got? What y'all got? And you can go ahead and throw in a favorite song if you if you got one. Ooh. Oh, um, my goodness. That's that's going to be really, really... Um, that's it's a difficult. hard one. It is. It depends on my mood. Yeah, See, I get yeah, it. I mean, you know what? That's a good point. I mean, that's Somebody a good said point. Earth, Wind & Fire. Michelle... Michelle said, "Yep, yep, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I think it's gonna be a great show." Steve what? Harvey is um doing the oh moderating moderating it. it. Yeah, Murphy, okay. we ain't ready. Steve's agent is the best agent out here. Him <laughs> and Michael Strahan's agent have those two brothers. Can we talk about working. Michael Strahan's April Fool's joke? I knew uh, that was a joke. I knew it was a joke. There was no <laughs> way in the world. He was closing that gap. Did you hear about that? Oh, that's no. That's what maker. he said he was going to do? Yeah. Well, he did. He showed pictures of it. It looked like he went and got work done on his gap. Uh, what kind of work? He put a whole nother tooth there? Because that is, I mean, come <laughs> on now. And on that, that note. Is, <laughs> I was just saying it could fit a whole tooth. Get Chris out of here. Get him out. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm oh not saying God. it doesn't work for him. I'm just saying that is clearly enough. Space. Crystal, you better go ahead and just get <laughs> Pay the bills, Crystal. Pay the bills. <laughs> Focused on photo. Versed in video, for any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candids to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, Any Media. For any media, for anything, contact us so we can create your next project. Y'all see the, see what I had to put up with <laughs> in this studio on Saturday. That's because I missed y'all last week. I had to get uh, back. Uh, <laughs> That's right. 
That's right. We had we still have some other folk that said um somebody said that Earth Wind and Fire has the dance tunes and the slow jams. Oh Lord. no, they said Earth Wind and Fire has the dance tunes, slow jams, the Osley Brothers. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I can agree with that. I agree okay. with that. Yeah. Like that's that speaks to what you said about the mood that you had to be in. I, in I between. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Sorry, I, I, I went there. My bad. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Oh my goodness. Well, with that being said, we we were talking about uh, you know one of the things we try to do at Headspace is really try to promote others who are in the entrepreneurial space as well as the creative space because after all, we are three creatives. Wouldn't you agree? We are creatives in here, and we Definitely can really creative. appreciate. The creative space. And so our next guest, Marcia Gathers. What's up, Miss Marcia? Hello, how are you? We are great. How about you? I'm wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. How you feeling this Saturday morning? It's a beautiful Saturday in between Good Friday and Easter Sunday. Yes, it's a very good Friday uh, Saturday. I'm excited about being um able to share with you guys and um, this opportunity to just speak with you all. I love that you produced a book. Your latest book is called Him, right? Uh, talk to us a little bit about what Him is. First of all, what exactly does Him mean? And then secondly, what inspired your your book? You're breaking up. You just broke up. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah. I said, we wanted to talk to you about your book, Him. And so what I wanted you to do is tell the, the audience First of all, what does HIM stand for as well as what inspired this latest book? Okay, HIM, Healing Inspirational Messages for Daily Living. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the title of the book. And I was inspired to write this book because of the love of God um, that he has shown me. And I wanted to share with others the uh, the benefits of just trusting God um, through their tragic experiences or just everyday life and things that they're experiencing, how you need um, a greater entity than that which is of human nature. Mm -hmm. So just the things that I've gone through, the things that I've seen people go through and the need for hope, the need for healing from a holistic point of view. Who's your intended audience? Because I think that's awesome. Who were you when you were writing it, when you were putting it together and going through, you know, going through making sure it was out there? Who were you hoping? People who are seeking hope and a stronger foundation in life. Mm, mm, mm. What's been the feedback so far that you've been getting? I've been getting great feedback. People are giving me feedback on um the, past, the, the the things that they uh, weren't sharing and the necessity of them um, having this book to be able to see that there is hope and there are persons, everybody is going through certain things in life and not to give up. And um, just the prayers in the book, the poetry in the book, the, um, the scriptures, all is tying in to help them to navigate through the things that they're experiencing in life. So as I was reading through it and flipping through it last night and uh, preparing for our time, so first of all, thank you for a copy of it. I really appreciate it. Um, and I think that everybody needs to add this. Um, I think we're going to need some time, you know, to add this to your library. Give us a little taste of it. Like, I know there's a couple of uh, excerpts that you have in it. What, give us a little taste of some of the, uh, the poems that you actually have in the book. 
Okay. Um, let me see. Um, I, I like to share this one is called God's Comforting Hand. And um, it, it expressed that no matter what you're going through, God is there to comfort. So this is called God's Comforting Hand. And it says, there is no pain God is not able to heal. All that we can ever think or feel, remember, God knows and he cares. You can talk to him. You can even cry out. He is sure to listen without a doubt. And when you are finished, he always has the answer. He will tell you which way to go while letting nothing but his unconditional love flow. He is so sweet and gentle. Your sorrowful heart, he will touch. He will mend it completely. Everything you will ever need, he will give it freely. Only trust and believe and let the warmth of God's love flow in you, healing and comforting you as only his love can do. My God, I appreciate that. I really, I really appreciate that. Wow. What's next for you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's next for you? What's next for me at, as far as going from this point? Yeah, what's next? Like, what are you working on next? Because I, I know someone like you is always working on the next thing. What's, like, the next thing for you? Well, the next thing for me is um, I want to be able to bring and give people an opportunity to really express themselves of, of um, a diverse atmosphere where people can um, really um, dive into or focus on what it is, what is the root of the things that is causing them the stresses in life and be able to commonly um, share those things without reserve. So I, I plan on doing that through different, um, but mostly from an intimate um, standpoint of view. I like to be close and intimate up front personal with people. So that's my next project to be able to see people um, getting their lives trained, changed and having hope. I appreciate that. You know, Amanda Gorman, when she um, she was the poet <clears throat> for President Biden's inauguration, um, mm -hmm. and then even before her, we had Maya Angelou, you know, um, the late Maya Angelou, who really was like the poet of choice for the, <laughs> the presidential inaugurations. Mm -hmm. um, I think everybody really appreciates the power of poetry. Was this something that you always did or is this something that like from time to time, depending on your attitude and how you feel, you kind of get into the poetry? Well, I, I tell you years ago um, when I was um, coming out of some very stressful um, things in my life um, and the Lord would allow me to just write poetry, I would write it down. And so um over the years, I have been able to write several forms of poetry mm. and apply that to my life and even give it out through ministry um, so that um, it really helped me. So I'm I'm always writing poetry. I love it. Um, as God gives it to me. And I just share with uh, people through different venues. I love it. Uh, you know, uh, we, we go to church together and, 
It's been a while since we... Well, actually, no. We, we actually have been in, in, in service together just from a distance. But um, I've always just loved hanging out with you. She always gives me a hard time, you know, because apparently I'm a loud singer. <laughs> oh, you, yes, you're you that are. guy? <laughs> you're yes, that guy. You I'm are. like, okay. <laughs> she always... She always teases me because she can hear me singing all the way on the other side of the church that she always talks about. But it's definitely an honor and a privilege to have you on here today with us, Marcia. And everybody needs to get a copy of your book. How can we get it? How can we get a hold of it if we wanted to get a copy of it? Okay, you can um, contact me me directly uh, through my email, marciapower32 at gmail.com. Or, of course, paypal.me backslash Marcia Gathers. Um, I'm on Facebook. You can um, send me uh, something through Messenger. Okay. And those are the ways that you can um, get a copy of the book or even talk to me further about the book. Awesome. We'll make sure that we uh, put some of that information in our social media so people can reach out to you. And again, make sure you get a copy of him. And we'll be talking to you later. Thank you so much, Marcia. You have a good afternoon. Thank you so much. God bless you all. Have a great day. Right back at you. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike Show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. As we're closing out our time today, Resurrection Weekend, one of the things I do appreciate is that when you think about resurrection, you think about dead things coming to life. And there are some people who you've had some dreams that seem to be dead. It's time to bring them back to life. You've had some plans that were dead. Bring them back to life. You have some relationships that were dead. Time to bring them back to life. And so I am really appreciative of our two guests today uh, who spent some time with us and uh, hanging <clears throat> hanging out with us today. Christy and Chris, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you both. You as well. Yes, Mike. And we yeah, love you. I love you as well. <laughs> we are getting some great feedback. Um, <laughs> Denny on a... Uh, Facebook, she said, I knew Strahan wasn't changing the gap. His diction did not change. Oh, <laughs> she was paying attention to the diction. He can't change that. That's his signature. That's his signature. Point. Absolutely. So, anyway, do we have any head notes, head, head, um, head notes that we didn't mention? Well, we didn't talk about uh, the Tina Turner documentary uh, or the Earth, Earthen. Mm. The uh, Aretha, Aretha Franklin documentary. Because oh, yeah. you talked about that one. Yeah, yeah. I haven't checked out the Tina Turner one. How is it? Oh, it's it's great. It's not the same as uh, what love got to do with you. It's very. I mean, obviously there are <clears throat> excuse me similarities. Sure. Uh, but you actually hear from Tina, and ah. uh, you you get some insight on some of the. I mean, she's really lived a traumatizing life. I mean, we saw that in the film. Sure. But I mean, the fact, even how it affects her today, and sure. she's I think eighty. Mm-hmm. Mm. And um, you know, just the fact that her career really didn't kick off to your forties—that gives you a lot of a hope. Forty-year-olds, oh, yeah. things, yeah. things can pop off in your forties. So, mm-hmm. is it, I mean, I'm sorry. Is it documentary style? You said you get to hear from her, like actually her, or is it somebody playing? Her? Actually, her okay. Okay. and, oh, and Angela good. Bassett's a part of it too. Oh, oh yeah, awesome. you hear from her husband. Just it's it's a great 
It's a great doc. I've always loved Tina, so Me too. I'm not a little biased. about Tina. She mm, mm, mm. flat. Is it flat? Bush. I, I grew up loving Tina. Bush. Not Bush. Yeah, not Bush. Um, well, and while we're talking about that, you know, Aretha, the genius. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this is episode. This is a season three. So, what were the other two geniuses? I don't I know. know. I, 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 I thought that was seen. it, and I didn't know that there, there were other seasons of Genius, and they featured Aretha this one. But okay, the the young lady who plays um, uh, Aretha is phenomenal. I heard she is phenomenal, and uh, I'm gonna tell y'all something. If you're into um, if you're into her music. You got to check it out. Okay. Um, okay. It's a little disappointing because. Don't give it away, Mike. I'm not going to give it all away. Okay. But Reverend C.L. Franklin, I love his preaching. And if if the story that they're presenting on him <laughs> is half true. Ooh, made you, man. Made you oh, boy. Okay. Circle I gotcha. back around. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the girl that plays her is phenomenal. The episode we got to last night, one of my favorite, all-time favorite songs of hers is Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, they talked about Rocksteady the other night. And you, just, you just see me and Shavella, we were just Rock we were Rocksteady. And so. <laughs> Rocksteady. All right, y'all. Well, hey, we're going to go ahead and uh, get on out for the holiday. It was great hanging out with you all. Uh, may the Lord bless you richly. Get involved in some kind of service tomorrow. You know, even if you're not fully in, in, in tuned in, you know, you're not in, in service, in person, Tune in to somewhere, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. One thing I will tell you is that churches, whether it's right or wrong, they do pull all the stops for 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 Easter. Easter Sunday, and it's it's good. I mean, I, and you know, I, I even debated, I debated making this joke about the CMEs mm-hmm. uh, because you know we talk about Christmas, Mother's Day, and Easter, but um, you know, the world right now needs some hope, mm-hmm. and we know that the best hope you can find is in Jesus. Amen. And so, with that being said, I wish you all the best. Have a great, great uh, Resurrection Sunday. And until next week, peace and blessings. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their Headspace with something. The question is... What are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.